Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. We have a very exciting show lined up here for you. We are talking the new Star Wars trailer, Julian Assange arrested, and the difference between spying and surveillance. So sit back, relax, get ready to enjoy another exciting episode, because here we go. So, hello everybody. This is, I think, the most people we've ever had on the show. So, starting to my left, Mike is here. What's up, homies? What's going on? Then to his left is Morgan. Hello. Hello. And apparently he's <laughs> suffering from some sort of speech impediment today that just started as soon as I hit the record button. Not sure what that was about. And then across from me, our friend from the great state of Tennessee, Jordan. Coolie. How's it going, everybody? It's Jared, not Jordan. I just I do something nope. with that, but you know, no one's gonna know. All right, to my right is Yanis. Hello, guten Tag. Hello. And then right here in front of me is myself. So you we'll are go in front of yourself. That's right. Is that like being beside yourself? That's right. <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk about is um I always have these in my notes to plug our social media pages, and I always forget. That's usually because I hate all the stuff that you guys put on there. Like all the interactions I've ever had with anyone that listens to this show is pretty much the worst experience of my life <laughs> every time. Yeah. But um, just so you guys know, Facebook and Twitter. All right. So you can go to snap crackle pod forward slash Facebook.com and then at snap underscore podcast for Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. We're probably not going to ever talk about anything you want us to. And let us know if you liked it. If you didn't keep it to yourself. All right. So moving forward. There are a couple of trailers that I thought we should talk about. Because, you know, this show's getting a little hot and heavy. I think Morgan put it best. He said, it sounds like, and I quote, the Fox News podcast. So he's, he's, he's very upset. I guess, I guess we weren't, I don't know, we weren't socialists enough for his viewpoints. So we're going to go to something that's more socialist, you know, that celebrates intersectionality. And that is Star Wars. Okay. So the new trailer, The Rise of Skywalker, or is it Rise of the Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of the yeah. Skywalkers. The Moonwalkers. There's many Skywalkers. Is Skywalker plural or singular? Is that rhetorical? <laughs> or no, I'm hoping you'll answer. It's possessive. <laughs> Possessed my soul. So we all saw the trailer. Uh, get it started, Mike. What'd you think? I, I, it was forgettable to me. I don't really? even remember what was happening in most of it. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, that's but a, it was just a teaser, so you know. That's a hotter take than last week when we solved racism. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Go ahead, Morgan. It's a it's a teaser trailer. Like, how much of that is going to be misdirection? Uh, how much of that is actually going to be in the movie, not in the movie? Because uh, even from The uh, Force Awakens, that teaser trailer, that didn't have a lot of stuff that was in the movie. So, I mean, it's, it's just, hey, all right, I get excited. They announced the name. You know, but as far as I mean, it's a teaser trailer. I don't know if there, I wouldn't read too much into any of it. Oh yeah, I just remembered what was in it. Okay, cool. <laughs> it was, yeah, you, it's forgettable because you forgot. That's why. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So what do you think, Jerry? I'm probably a little more excited for it. Um, I mean, I didn't. I have a lot of problems with the Last Jedi. Obviously, I don't know many people that don't. We're pretty anti-woman here on the Snap Crackle podcast, so to see that many strong and powerful and well-written and fleshed-out women characters was, really really rubbed us the wrong way. But was Rose even in the trailer? Tico, Rose Tico, yeah. the, was she the, the greatest gift to Star I'm Wars. Just, I'm just asking because there was a lot of def, you know, like there was a lot of. Per- she, she wasn't. Had her she wasn't. And then JJ came out and was saying anybody that didn't like the movie was sexist. So I was just wondering. I, she was at the celebration. She's I not. saw her there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was at the celebration, and they gave her. I'm and once again, she wasn't in the trailer. Once again, I, I think it, it was it was nice to kind of see Star Wars fandom act like normal human beings and not rabid animals for a few <laughs> seconds. Like when she right. came out, they applauded her, and I'm like, that's fine. Like, like her, me hating the movie doesn't mean that I think you should attack yeah. her on Instagram. Yeah, like, there's exactly. a difference between yeah. me disliking the movie and then thinking we should attack the worst part of that movie. So. Yeah. Like just just let it be. And people. our problems aren't with the actors or even the no, characters. No. It's the people in charge of yeah. those that yeah, make yeah. those decisions. But anyway. But you know, I think it's interesting though, in the middle of our reaction to this trailer, we can't help but talk about The Last Jedi, which I think in this trailer they are trying to do everything in their power, 
even in the little at the Star Wars celebration at the panel when they were talking about it, they are trying to say all the right things. Yeah. You, think, like, you can tell. Here's here's Star Wars. What you want? Please see the movie. And people were wondering also because Lando's in the trailer that was he going to be in the third movie originally, or did they put him in because they wanted to bring back the nostalgia right. factor that they were Everybody. killing off? I don't know, but I'm glad he's there. I I, I think that's going to be a great addition in because now there's two black people in the entire universe <laughs> of Star Wars, which I think is. Is great. Speaking of black people, hey. just so people know, we care, and there's not just a couple of white guys. This hey. isn't Pod Save America. We actually <laughs> care, okay? So, Yanis, let us know, how were you affected by the new Star Wars trailer? Um, Honestly, I, I I'm, whenever I see a Star Wars trailer, I get excited. I'm not going to lie. It's, you know, some people had a lot of major qualms with The Last Jedi. I honestly didn't. I think that there's uh, going to be some stuff that, gets wrapped up in the third, you know, part of this trilogy, um, the trilogy, the trilogy, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no. So I, I honestly think that like, I'm, I'm excited when I saw Kylo Ren kind of like choke slam that dude in the woods with his, Oh man, that really, that, that, that looked cool. That, that made my wiener cool, move. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it ignited your lightsaber. Indeed it did. The music always will get me excited. John Williams score. Always, oh yeah. Which always works. You but put that over anything. Exactly. That's, excited. that's the thing. And that's, that's why it, they've kind of been given a pass because they've really marketed this entire new trilogy on nostalgia. Cause their whole thing with this new trilogy was okay. The prequels never happened. Don't think about that. Think about the original trilogy, original trilogy, original trilogy. And now they're saying, just think about, you know, cause at the end, obviously it's Palpatine's laugh and they're like, all right, here's a character you like. And, and that's what exactly, you know, they, the Palpatine laugh, uh, including Lando. And it's like, all right, look, you know, we know we've been killing off every single character, like in each movie, you know, except for the one person who actually died, you know? And so look, there's still old characters in here. Like we didn't run out yet. Like, and so it, there's, I personally a bit of, think of, a lot of people are saying it's Palpatine's laugh. I think it actually could have been Carrie Fisher's like off camera. Someone just told her like a, a drug joke or something. And that's, <laughs> That's pretty much the quality of her voice. It almost sounded like Mark Hamill Joker mm-hmm. to me. Maybe Ooh. he's in the universe, you know. Maybe. That could be, that would be very exciting. I didn't hear that either. Some people were saying that. I don't, I don't think it was. Jared, what do you think? You're saying you're saying some people actually thought it was him? I know it sounded like him, and then it just made me think of the Pistol Shrimps video with, with uh, Tommy Wiseau in it. Just because he laughs at the end like the Joker. Yes. And when that laugh happened, I, I felt like, I was like, is that him doing the Joker? Like, like it's just a joke. But then we realized that it is. Well, and at the celebration. He walks um, out. Uh, yeah, as the lights came up after they showed the trailer, Ian McDermott, who portrays Emperor Palpatine, was there with a the microphone saying, you know, play it again. again. So yeah. it was obviously they want to make sure we know <laughs> characters you like. They're coming back. It looks like C-3PO and R2-D2 are in an action scene in this one. Whoa, I can't wait. I've always looked at those characters and <laughs> I thought, you know stars? what? We need, they, they need more action. I'm tired of R two D two and C three PO being shot over to the sides for comedic relief. They need to be. They need to be the people that end this trilogy. I would think so. That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, they were. That's how Star the main Wars characters. is. Well, no, 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 no. That's a joke in because in episode two they were uh, in an action sequence awesome, and it it was right? awful. No, oh, that was awful. <laughs> die, Jedi dogs. Wait, what am I saying? <laughs> yes, because your computer knows that you're attached to like a battle droid body and somehow those two things interfaced and now it's confusing your computer brain. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I I if Pudge wants to come in, let him in. I think he's starving. See if he wants to come in. When was the last time he fought him? Like six weeks ago? Yes. According to him. He goes outside. He eats grass. It's the Pudge. <laughs> it's the Pudge cast. It's hey, Pudge Mr. cast now. Pudge. So nothing else about the Star Wars trailer. You guys are all good with it. I, I'm kind of with Morgan on this as far as my whole thing is like, look, this movie doesn't come out for another eight months. Like this is a teaser. Yeah. I'm not going to put much stock in what what happens in it at all if if there is something to put stock in it'd probably be we got the title of the movie and what do you guys think of the subtitle i hate it okay i i just like i just why can't they be individual characters because it's in to me it's insinuating that ray is going to be a skywalker right. and and i, I just I, I wish that these characters would be their own thing like i just that's one thing i was like man why does everybody gotta be related to somebody else why can't be their own characters it's like the u.s on presidency well, Ben, things. didn't you have a theory about that? A theory about what? About what that title means. I don't know if I thought it was you who told a me. A theory? But yeah, a theory that like 
maybe the Skywalker, like uh, the chosen one type of a person is a, a reincarnation of, and it's like Neo. No, 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 no. I've heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You My thing was, okay, so the Emperor like Palpatine's that. laugh, whatever that's supposed to mean, I hope they don't do the whole extended universe cloning thing because in the novels and stuff, it was that he had all these clones and everything else. And I'm like, that seems like a really cheap way to bring him back. Right. Or are they going to say that he survived being thrown on that shaft and then just survived on indoor eating Ewoks for the last 40 years? Like, I I don't know. That's how they bring back Warwick Davis. That's. <laughs> but think of how many Ewoks you can get with those finger lasers. You just, <laughs> just get them. How do you like them? I like mine. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate cooking. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, though. I Some part of me that was really hoping for that fan theory about Jar Jar Binks being the... That, that's the laugh. <laughs> it's so real. Dude, I want that so bad. Remember, no one's dead forever. Oh, Misa man. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. That's oh, how the man. trailer ends. Oh, God. I, what I wouldn't give to have him be the one that's pulling all the strings, including Seriously, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I think my head would explode. <laughs> I'd have to say, though, I, I am a big fan of JJ's, so I'm glad that if anybody's going to take on the what we, some of us consider a disaster of the last film, you know, at least we're getting someone that we know is competent that did stuff with Star Trek. Yeah, right. Still, the best the best Star Wars, Wars movie that J.J. Abrams ever made was 2009 Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a hill I will die on. <laughs> anyway, speaking yeah. of dying, there was another trailer that everybody watched. We watched it last week, and then we never talked about it. It's the Joker trailer. The Joker trailer. So, what do you guys think? We don't have to go around the room, by the way. This isn't a classroom. We're just like <laughs> anybody can talk at any time. You know, it's, it's a DC movie. I'm actually excited about. This yeah. has been a long time coming. They tricked DC you. Sucks. I see. <laughs> I've been excited about every single one, and I've been disappointed with every <laughs> single one. I kind of feel like as if the DC, whoever, like in the production meetings, they need like an angry, skeptical Redditor in there just being like, this is a bad choice. Don't yeah. do this. <laughs> just somebody in the room to be like, nah, fam, don't do that. <laughs> bad choice. Don't go for it. Don't do it. I like the idea that they're exploring it in a different way. Like it's more of a dramatic uh less commercial yeah. film and that they need to get away from what they've been doing to get people kind of reinvested in whatever they're going to do in this, their cinematic part of things. And I don't know how, if it's going to connect or tie into anything, cause I don't think it probably won't. I, th I think it'll be its own thing. Kind of like, cause aren't they doing their suicide squad? Which they're Joker? saying is not a sequel. And they're saying that wonder woman 1984 is not a sequel. Yeah. And they're Are they saying the Joker movie though with uh, Jared Leto. I, I have happening? no idea. I yeah, mean, we can so only they, hope. They, we can only hope. No, were. but I mean, at this point, if this, if this one is successful, which I don't know why it wouldn't be, Walking mm -hmm. Phoenix, I think, is one of the best actors working today. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but then yeah. again, you know, how do you screw up Batman v Superman? You know, so you do more than Batman versus Superman <laughs> in the same movie. <laughs> Your mom's name is yeah. my mom's name. <laughs> Let's stop fighting. <laughs> and that's why we've been at war with the Middle East for so many thousands of years. You know, there's there's no there's no transfer of names. Yeah, like exactly. That. There's no Marias living over in uh, you know <laughs> in Iraq. It just doesn't work. No. Isn't there a Birds of Prey movie or something? The yeah, there's yeah 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 that, that's one? yeah with that Harley Quinn's gonna be in and it's they they got a lot of stuff. Let's think, try and stick to Joker here. Well, I was gonna say, do you think that Jared Leto's Joker is gonna sneak into that? No, I think that's the girl power movie. And they I think what's what's funny, in. I think what's funny is, and I told people this, I thought it was so funny how they celebrated like Harley Quinn and Joker in the Suicide Squad. And I'm like, that's like the worst relationship ever. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know why they, you would ever celebrate. Thanos and Gamora. Yeah, but, but that got a pass and, you know, all those little yeah. daddy's little monster shirts were everywhere and everyone wanted to be Harley Quinn and Joker. And I'm like, yeah. this is kind of weird that this is okay it's and it's being celebrated. But, you know, like. Okay, so I'm hoping now they can't get away with that. So they're saying, no, she's she's her own powerful woman now. It's just so, like, so DC is making, like, this movie, and it's not connected to the other movies, but yet they, they have a Joker for those movies. Like, Yes. Well, there I heard the theory, which I actually really like a lot, that, uh, that Jared Leto's Batman, or, sorry, Jared Leto's uh, Joker, Joker was actually Robin, and that he was kidnapped, tortured, by the Joker and made to be him. That's that's the theory that I heard that I actually really like a lot. Yeah, the theories around the DCEU movies are usually better than the uh, <laughs> which, execution which of the like, DCEU movies. And I feel like that would be a great like series of movies. Oh like, my like, god! Oh yeah. my, imagine you get a Batman trilogy and you see Batman and Robin and like, all right, it starts off and you know they're in this their relationship develops and then 
And then you see that. And now oh Batman, and now like, you know, and then you see that in the movie. And now in the fifth movie now, Batman is now fighting the new Joker, which is Robin. Like that would be great. Like, like, be like, awesome. you know, and to see that from start to finish, I feel oh like is gosh. a great movie. Or a series of movies. Yeah. Yeah. A great story to hear. Oh, the yeah. issue with DC, though, isn't that they have bad stories, per se. It's typically how they go about telling that story. It's the way they're using their visual medium with terrible editing and terrible timing True. to just make the story feel terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. and and the lack of the lack of faith that they have in the people that they've hired to do the jobs. I mean, David Ayer is a competent... Open that door for a second. David Ayer is a competent director, but they were like, crap, we don't want him to be editing the movie. They literally got the people that edited the trailer for Suicide Squad to mm-hmm. edit that movie together. And then, I mean, like, the rush job behind Justice League as well? Like- oh, not even the rush job. That's a whole That's a whole separate podcast. <laughs> that is crazy yeah. what happened with Justice League. And you look at that, like, once again, people are say, you can't compare DC and Marvel. I'm like, no, they're that's perfect the to compare. That's the only thing that you can compare either right. one the to The fact that Justice League... Couldn't even make a billion dollars. The fact that it like barely broke even, and yet when the Avengers movies comes out, they're setting box office records every time. Like the you had, there's a problem there. Yeah, there is a problem there, and the fact that DC is using the more iconic characters, at least for their time, I think now the tide is changing. Kids are now growing up in for a world sure. where these Marvel characters are more iconic. Where we grew up and our parents grew up, where it was Wonder Woman on TV yep. and Batman, Batman on TV and all that stuff. Batman so, um, in blockbuster movies. Yes, Superman, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, Christopher Reeves. Like, So that was like in the zeitgeist more, and now it's kind of, it's shifting. But the, right. back to the Joker trailer. Yeah, back to the Joker. <laughs> Not Warner Brothers and how they're making their movies. It, it seems like any any conversation about a DC thing can't, goes, can't help but sideways. to go to like, right. this could be so good. Oh and, my gosh, yeah. And it's like, but to that, it's frustrating because I like Zack Snyder in small doses, and I actually love Watchmen. I'm Watchmen always defending. I'm defending. I'm defending Watchmen mm-hmm. all the time to people. Same. And you, so you think you're like, all right, take the guy that did Watchmen and did 300 and did that amazing Dawn of the Dead remake, which I love as well. Shaun of the Dead. No. <laughs> and you you give him the reins to these superheroes, you know. But the problem was he was coming at it from like this postmodern deconstructionist mindset of like, oh no, we're going to make the heroes this dark and blah, blah, blah. And blah. But there was no foundation yeah. for which that could exist. Yeah. Like first you have to go, like there's a reason that movies like Civil War, Infinity War, Winter Soldier and things like that work in the MCU because they, they have their basic little superhero stories. But once you build up that foundation, then you can tear it all down. Yeah, And that's when you have those emotional stakes. And as a, as a viewer, as a consumer, you're more invested at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. But if they all start off as these terrible people in these ugly looking shots, you know, like Justice yeah. League, not Batman v Superman look great. And that's my thing. Zack Snyder should just be a, a DP. He should be a director of photography. Yeah. He knows how to make things look amazing. All of his films, the intro to the film, like the cr- opening credits is always amazing from, you know, uh, Watchmen and then the uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yes. What three hundred with uh, get down with the visuals. sickness? I think is the yeah. song they have. Yeah, <laughs> playing it from. Do we know who the director is for the Joker movie. Yes, I know it's produced, I do. Isn't produced, produced by, by Scorsese. Scorsese. Originally, but... it was supposed to be Scorsese. It's from the guy that did the Hangover movies, if I remember correctly. The first nice. one. Yeah, he did all three. Did I believe director? so. I mean, yeah. we we won't remember the third one. No, but... that's what I was gonna say. Maybe that. <laughs> or was the last else. fifteen minutes of the second one. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, there, there there's some good Absolutely. stuff there. All right. Todd Phillips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. Todd Phillips. Yeah, yeah, Todd Phillips yeah, cool. did it. So I think this is, and I think it's a good opportunity for Todd Phillips to kind of change the way people look at him. Similarly to how we were talking about Adam McKay the other day, how he's changed the way people look at him with the big short and with um, Vice and all that other stuff. So he's yeah. gone from being this comedic director to a more serious director. Well, and it seems that they're trusting him with this Joker story. And at least having Martin Scorsese on your side, he can pull up. I just way. don't know how involved Martin Scorsese. No, but I, I'm sure that they. They're like Martin. What, what do you think about this, Mr. Scorsese? What do you think? Mike, He's like, make it three and a half hours. <laughs> Mike is like making out with the microphone. Yeah, it's <laughs> falling it down, 70s? isn't it? It's beautiful. He it's falling down, isn't it? Legit performing kind of lingus on this microphone. Right now. <laughs> well, it's falling down because he messed with it. And I told him not to. Oh, true. Oh, I was like, it's fine. Sorry, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, sorry. keep messing with it. Microphone is fine. But but yeah, no. So my thing about about the 
the real thing with Marvel versus DC, and I'll, and I'll bring it back to the to the oh Joker trailer. Gosh. I'll bring this it back to the Joker sideways. trailer. I'll bring it back to the Joker trailer. <laughs> this is, a whole is that podcast. Marvel? Is that Marvel makes uh, they they make up for their mistakes, and that they and they learn from their mistakes. Unlike DC, that kind of like they had you know this commercial success in the '90s, and then they had you know an Oscar with 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 Dark Knight, you know, and since then it's kind of been like a lot of swings and misses, you know? And so I think now this would be hopefully them building on the win that was the Dark Knight and saying, okay, here we have this character and they're kind of like following that character arc and how he could have gotten to that place in the Dark Knight. And I think that is what we've, you know, hopefully what we've seen in this trailer. And I, I'm really, really, I'm excited about it, but cautiously optimistic. Well, <laughs> and I think I think the reason to, and then this will be the last thing because I like having the last word, um, but <laughs> I think the thing that also was a little troublesome is with with DC, yeah, okay, let's say they find success with this again, all right? Arguably, the best part of the DCEU was Ben Affleck's Batman. Now you're going to say, well, we're going to find success with, success with Joker. Those are the two people you've already found success with hundreds of times, <laughs> like yeah. in animated movies and the live-action films. Like, give us something else that you guys can do. And I think, unfortunately, because those are easy in this postmodern deconstructionist way, you can say Batman and Joker are kind of darker, more seedier characters, and you can do that. But it's like, no, 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 give me a good Superman movie. Let's see you do that. You know, g- give me that. Let's see Green Lantern successfully. Well, there's that Superman movie uh, that's coming out in May. What is it? It's like a, what's The it? horror one? Yeah. yeah. The one where he's Bright, a bad guy? Brightburn, Brightburn. Bright, yes, oh, that looks so cool. James Gunn, he James really Gunned it. Really freaking good. Yeah. Will they just take Marvel directors and make, Good movies. <laughs> well, he did, okay, James Gunn didn't direct it. No, but he's, he's, he's producing. Because he's directing Suicide Squad. Yes, so oh it, it does look interesting, so we'll see. But yeah, it's, you know. And then he's know. back to Guardians. Again. Yeah, and then he's back to Guardians, <laughs> so there you go. All right, so now, real quick before we get into the crazy stuff. So I know you guys are aware of the college admissions scandal. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. where Aunt Becky and a couple other people got in trouble. Well, now more indictments have come in, and yeah. it's looking like there is going to be some prison time served. I heard so, she's just getting 100 hours of community theater. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, but who does that punish more, her or the people in the theater? Like, come on. So what's interesting is that a few of these people have now hired prison life consultants. Like get hard? Yes. <laughs> so these people are now getting ready for prison, which I think is funny because, I mean, like what prison are they going to go to? Like this is going to be like Martha Stewart's prison, right? Like this is going to be like the the white collar crime prison. I don't think they're going to be in there like lifting weights and trying to like take out the baddest. But who's going to prison? And Becky. Why? Well, let me what know. do you mean? Why? Because of the She's, college admission scandal. Yeah, It's not her fault. They accepted it. She still gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's been going on for hundreds so, of years. You think people get wings named after them just because they like them? We already talked about this. I know that's not the yeah. discussion we're having. <laughs> I want you to react to the I'm fact that they're hiring Prison life consultants. Say, they're yeah. like planning for their own biopic movies to come out. Where they <laughs> on Lifetime, yeah. where they yeah. worked before. Now <laughs> someone else is portraying them on Lifetime. I want to see Aunt Becky with cornrows and a teardrop tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to look like the Joker from Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, actually, uh, Lori Laughlin, we need you to not have as much muscle. You're trying to look like the Joker from Suicide Squad. Like, oh, okay. A little, a little scrawnier, a little yeah. skinnier. A little waifish. So that's all you guys have? Nothing? I thought this was hilarious. Oh, it's I thought this hilarious. was amazing. Because first of all, the fact they're having to do it and then the the other side, like the reality of like what kind of prison are they really going to go to? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not going to be nothing. Also, it must be nice if you're getting thrown in prison to know that you've got some time to hire a coach and the money to do it too. Well, of course they have the money. Of course, they spent two hundred fifty grand a head just to you know get people into college. Right. But I, bet, so- I bet some somehow they get out of going to prison. They'll get house arrest. They'll get other things. But Maybe I don't know it'll be interesting. I just yeah. well, they're mothers and based children. upon the original charges. Yes, but there's these new ones that are coming out now because now it's it's so they got charged for using the money. Now it's about how they got the money. It's like all this other stuff. Now oh, the okay. now the government's really coming down on them because you know the, the government wasn't seeing their cut. That's what the real problem is. Mm-hmm. So That's they're they're pretty upset. Out. Morgan, anything, anything? I mean, I don't blame them. Like I'd do the same thing. Like like who who like like who 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 are these people that are getting hired? Is it just like they just pick like they just go to like 
these like really poor neighborhoods and just pick like a black guy and be like, <laughs> hey, look, can you tell me what it's like to go to prison? Like, like, yeah. let me see your resume. And it's like, like, oh, you, oh, you went to San Quentin, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. It could be. Like, San Quentin could Community be. College. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're actually hiring current guards at the prison. <laughs> <laughs> True. This is how you sneak. Like, like how? Like, like, do you find somebody like on LinkedIn? Like, I'm sure. I'm sure they have professional people that they pay. How? It's a that's whole crazy. network, dude. There's, that's just. This just goes to show that you can make a buck doing anything in this country. Like, anything. I'm sure anything. to them, anything south of Orange County is considered like. Just pick somebody up there, yeah. <laughs> somebody and they'll some say, "All right, you, you look. Yeah, you look shady enough. <laughs> tell me. Tell me about your life." Like, all right, well, this is what a Walmart is. She's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's like losing her freaking mind. Well, this is called self-checkout. <laughs> she starts Caesaring up, you know. It's it's not gonna be pretty, I don't think. But you, you just you just like show her, like, you know, here's how you do your taxes. Here's mo- <laughs> rocket this, mortgage. This is called TurboTax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the prison food won't be organic? This oh, I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> California prison for white collar crime. Oh yeah, they probably get better food than we do. Probably, whole, there's a Whole Foods inside. <laughs> you know, it really is only ego that keeps prison from being just a big summer camp, and Whoa. and the forced sex. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I mean, he said summer. There's camp. plenty of volunteers. He didn't say Boy Scout camp. He didn't say Scout camp. He said summer camp. <laughs> there's a difference. It's Get him, boys! <laughs> the, ca- the, ca- the Catholic Church summer summer extravaganza. Like, don't be afraid to use your nails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go from that to Julian Assange. So That's the so Ecuadorian government said you're no longer a citizen, therefore we're not going to respect your right to asylum. And they didn't even wait for him to come out. Of course. Like, amazingly, somehow, the British government was, like, there and ready to take him in, and they grabbed him and brought him in, and now he's being extradited back to the United States. So what is everybody's reaction on this? It's it's actually a little bit more than that, and it's so funny, because apparently he was trying to blackmail the the president of Ecuador with some photos of him, of the president, like, chilling in his hotel room with, like a, like, these plates of food. And so that's why they like no longer recognize them because he was trying to blackmail him. Like, cause like whatever their economic problems are and it wasn't a good look for him. And Julian oh. Assange was trying to like blackmail with it. And so he's like, um, okay, you're out. Oh, interesting. But I wonder why the, why the shift in policy happened though. That's really, it's really odd. I didn't know why that why Because, that well, they're also, Ecuador is going to be getting more aid now. Oh. They're going to get, be getting more aid from letting him go. Oh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna try and stay as quiet on this as possible because I got a hot take. But you guys go discuss it. Yeah. What are your feelings? Talk amongst yourselves. Let's throw him a friggin' parade when he gets here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. Well, there's there's been this misconception, which is hilarious to me, because of course, you know, with 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 the Robert Mueller report and everyone upset that like they can't keep that going now. In the media right. now they're like, well, Julian Assange worked with the Russians. He worked with the Russians and he did all these things. They're like, no, that's not anywhere. It's not in, it's <laughs> not any, that's not on anything. That's not why he's being brought back here. Yeah. Has nothing to do with anything. That person is Chelsea Manning. That's <laughs> who you want. Yeah. And then remember, she was tortured. She was tortured to give up Julian Assange, right? So then they said, oh, well, they tortured her enough where she's like, well, okay, yeah, it was Julian Assange. He, he helped me do it. What drives me crazy is, Julian Assange did nothing but but show that these terrible people were doing terrible things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Showing that someone else is breaking the law is more dangerous than breaking the law. Yeah. Now. Very true. All right. And you have all these other people saying, well, he's not a journalist. He's not a journalist. I'm like, he literally broke stories that would have won the New York Times Pulitzer Prizes. Right. All right. I mean, do we not remember what would happened during the Vietnam War? Do we not remember what was going on with all these things? You know, these, these journalists that are, you know, herald as heroes and everything else. Yeah. But as soon as you start reporting on something that really hurts the people that these reporters work for, then it's an issue. Then it's a problem. Oh, yeah. It just drives me crazy. We should throw him a parade. We should. Yeah. We should. We should. We should build statues to him. Yeah. It yeah. drives me freaking crazy that he's all of a sudden being painted as this enemy of the state. And I'm like, no, 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 the state is the enemy. Well, he's like, like painted all that he- for his, like, the entire time he's been, like, 
in the public eye. So yeah. But you know, but I'm my con- my concern more is that like our government does things, and it really really cheeses me right off. It pisses me off to quote you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really grinds my gears. really grinds my gears. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, it really does. When you know we. People say that this country, you know, is, can do no wrong, basically. And I, and I, being a, a dual citizen of this country, have a very, you know, a different take where I say every country does bad. You know, and I think we just have to realize that, like, the more we know of what our country does bad is the only way that we can improve. Like, and I, and I think that this country is a great country, has done great things for me, for my family, for millions of people, billions of people around the world. But the evil that we do sometimes can be a little bit troubling. And, and, and I think that, <laughs> to put it mildly. Um, troubling evil. Troubling evil. It, you know, it really just, you know, just make me uh, feel good. Evil. But no, but there is, you know, but there really has to be some, some, some reckoning and some coming to account, not only at the Julian Assange level for disseminating the information, but from the people who are giving orders to kill civilians going to a wedding. Mm. <laughs> but my, my point is, but if we're, if we're taking out the Julian Assange's of the world, how are we going to know about those murders at the wedding? Yeah, no, we and that's sh- my we point. Should. How are we going to yeah, know about should. the drone strikes? How are we going to know that the DNC did, did have their election rigged? Right. And that, that's the real reason people are upset right. about this. Yeah. I've, I've told Morgan this about a hundred times. I'm like, this Mueller report, the Julian Assange stuff, none of this is a problem if Hillary wins. No one asks these questions. No one cares. <laughs> no one's concerned. She didn't. And everyone's angry. <laughs> And they're like, well, this is somebody's fault. You know, it's not the fact that she was a terrible candidate. It's not the fact that, you know. She, she's, you know, it came out that, you know, she screwed over Bernie Sanders. Yes, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what Julian Assange did do. Bernie Sanders yeah. support. Yeah. Like, I mean, people, it was it Debbie Wasserman Schultz lost yep. her job because of this? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people. But instead of them coming out and saying, you know, yeah, we're pissed at him because, he, you know, we got yeah. egg on our face. They're going to. Push yeah. this narrative that he was a Russian operative, yeah, yeah. Yep. some sleeper agent, yep. and now it's this whole other thing, and people are getting all this misinformation. And I'm like, they're painting him as this enemy. I'm like, he's doing things that these other people that call themselves journalists only wish they could be doing. Right, drives but, me crazy. And if he was a Russian agent, don't you think he would be in Russia right now? They would have found a way to get him to Russia, where there is no extradition treaty. Isn't that where he, originally where he went no, when, for, he, when he first flew the country? He, you're thinking of Snowden. Um, Snowden. Yeah, yeah, that, all right. Yeah, Snowden's still hanging out in Russia. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, I think yeah, yeah, he is, dude. <laughs> he he's is living. It up. You can live well over there. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. He's making like a quarter million dollars a year as a programmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was he was good. He was chilling. What are we doing here? What, what am I? Mother doing? Russia. Das Vidania, bitches. This is crazy. That's this right. this is the point of the podcast where you start to play like the traditional like Russian. So Jared, what do you think? You haven't said anything. It's almost like you don't have a microphone. I didn't. Um, no, I. I was just kind of taking it all in. I don't know. Uh, I, it's an uh, interesting circumstance, but uh, yeah, I I think you're right that um, you know he had a whole past of doing all these great things, and then we're forgetting that and trying to paint this picture that he's some kind of you know uh, espionage type agent of some kind. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, all he did, he didn't, because everyone's saying, oh, well, he hacked into our government and shared these, these like, he didn't hack anything. (laughs) He didn't do anything. He shared with us, look, your government's doing some pretty messed up stuff that you need to know about. Yeah. Now, I would, I now I don't disagree, but I'm going to play some devil's advocate, all right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to spice some things up here. All right. Now, what the issue might be, you know, disregarding, like, what the law is, because technically, you know, sharing... Is caring. Sharing, you know, like 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 uh, uh, classified information, mm-hmm. confidential Which newspapers have been doing that for years, like I said, yeah. during Vietnam. And yeah. I mean, uh, Steven Spielberg made a, made a movie about it called The Washington Post. And, I call it The Washington Compost. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> and but and now my, you know, my thing is, you know, how do we know that whoever is in charge of, of whatever section it was or whatever uh, agency it was, they, maybe there was a plan behind there and. Maybe sometimes, you know, we have to do the bad things for the right reasons. And, you know, so, so like I said, maybe there was an, an ulterior plan or there was a larger plan there. So the ends now, justify the means. That's maybe, your argument. Maybe, maybe just, I'm just saying that's the flip side here. I don't disagree with you. I think, <laughs> I think it is. I think he did yeah. the right thing. I think so. You know, I, I just, I'm just saying like, that's the flip side. That would be the counter argument. 
Yeah, but they've already they've already tried that argument where they said, well, he releases information and input men and women in the armed services in danger. Oh my gosh, it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> there was there's no there's nothing to support that claim. Well, whatsoever. Not necessarily like like put anybody in danger, but. But maybe like, all right, the plan was for this to happen, and then this happens, and then we do this, and we get this, and maybe that plan is now blown out of the water. If like the if, wedding, maybe, yeah. <laughs> well played. Sir. I heard that party was a blast. Indeed. So it's 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 a joke the way the people are trying to paint him now. So just yeah. don't fall for it. I mean, stay I'm, tuned I'm to the Snap Crackle podcast to why get the real information. To, uh, why was he trying to blackmail the Ecuadorian? I, I haven't heard that. I was looking yeah. for that because there's also, here's another thing I'll tell you guys. And I'm not saying that, that that's what this is, Morgan. I'm not saying mm-hmm. this. So before I go any further, but there's been a lot of stuff like from Vice and a couple other people, like some really bad things released in the last few days about Julian Assange that I've seen other people who were just with Julian Assange, like other journalists talking to him saying, I don't see how that can be true because I was just talking to him prior to this. Like there's a smear campaign coming from Russia. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It it, yeah. it definitely feels like that I with, say from Russia, with, but from with some of these things. Yeah. It feels like that with some of these Hillary's things. Hillary's so got those private servers causing a smear campaign. <laughs> hey, keep your keep your head on a swivel. All right. Keep your head on a swivel. That's all I'll say. All right. So now we're gonna go from this. And if you find anything, Morgan, you can still talk about it. All right. But I was just I was just saying I was just saying, like, be careful, because now all bets are off when the normal you turn on any news station. and They're like, oh, he was a Russian agent and he did. I'm like, no, that's nothing to do with anything. So just be careful. But here's another reason. This just makes me know that we need people like Julian Assange in the world. So good old James Comey, good old James Comey was doing an interview recently and they were asking him about, um, you know, uh, about uh, spying. All right, against the uh, Trump campaign in 2016, because now all this stuff is coming back up. And they were talking about were there illegal bugs, all this other stuff. And this is a quote from James Comey. Okay. Uh, and they ask him uh, that's, you know, they talked, did, did spying occur during the 2016 Trump campaign, claiming he has no idea that Justice Department leader is talking about? He's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, cool. He's playing dumb. Great. And then saying, and I quote, never thought of electronic surveillance as spying. <laughs> so here is James Comey, former head of the FBI, with a straight freaking face <laughs> saying, oh, I, because they're, they're asking about the spying. And he's like, oh, I don't know what you mean. And they're like, well, what about the surveillance? He's like, oh, I never thought of electronic surveillance as spying. <laughs> So, what do you guys think about that? I think he just exonerated Assange. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, getting caught cheating. You know, like mid, mid pump with your girlfriend. I didn't know. You know, intercourse counted as cheating. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you just meant the know. emotional. I don't care about her emotionally. This Clearly is just a physical not. thing. I'm not going to leave you. What is this? You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't love her. I don't love yeah, her. I don't love her. The government, the government's always been like, you know, surveilling us, and that's it, it's kind of like him trying to dodge a huge bullet there. But obviously, that's the dumbest thing he could have said. It's just I, scary. What else could he? It's, he could just say, oh, "I don't want to comment." They, or, but if they if they're gonna split these types of hairs on a on a nationally syndicated news program, <laughs> what are they doing behind closed doors? Yeah. yeah. Like they, they think we're that stupid. Like, oh, really? I, I never thought that surveillance and spying were the same. That's so interesting. We should talk about this more. Like, that's yep. so crazy. That's yeah. terrifying. Yep. All, all this is all happening the same way that Julian Assange is being brought in and, you know, I guess put in a hole, a dark hole for the rest of his life. So, yeah. What do you think, Morgan? What do you think of old James Comey? So, the you, you want to discuss like his word or, or the Trump spying thing? Well, no, what he, th- what his little thing about the surveillance, because more of that, we'll I, talk about that one more. Just, maybe he misspoke or something. Oh, <laughs> let's give, let's give the former head of the FBI, let's like, give maybe, him. Like, like, I'm, I'm yeah, just, I'm just giving him great. the benefit of the doubt that, you know, maybe he misspoke, maybe, like, <laughs> like you know, like, maybe yeah. he just got caught on the, caught on the spot. Like, yeah. we give, we give the president of the United States plenty of passes for saying really dumb things. I don't. Well, yeah, we, we, nope, we don't. don't. You're, that's no, not going to fly here, Morgan. <laughs> that's not going to fly here. Like, we, yes. we don't. You're talking to the wrong group. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe he did. Maybe he. he no, but here, here's the here's like, here's the thing. That it's can't not, be misunderstood. Yeah, that's that's not that's not a oh grab him by the pussy moment. That's a oh I never thought 
grabbing a pussy could be taken some other way. Like, Trump's going to say grab him by the pussy. We know he knows what that means. Mm -hmm. James Comey, former head of the FBI. He wasn't a mall cop. He wasn't using a nanny cam. He, on on national TV, says, oh, no, I I don't know what you're talking about. And they say, well, what about the spying? And then, oh, I didn't didn't know electronic surveillance and spying were the same thing. How interesting. Like, you're going to give him a pass on that. Well, he wasn't the head of the CIA, so, you know, maybe his forte, his wheelhouse yeah. wasn't spying yeah. per se. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, exactly. Who knows? Who We're knows? just breaking down doors of gamers. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just... I'm just saying yeah. it's possible. I'm just saying I don't. That, I don't think it know, is. I think it's scary that this is happening. It could be one of those things where it's like, you know how, like, when you say something and then, like, as soon as you say it, you're like... Oh, I could have said this way. I could have said that way. Or I didn't mean that. Like, I, I don't know. Just yeah. Once pa- again, former head of the FBI. <laughs> he's not. He's not your. He's not your cake decorator at Publix. Who's like, you know what? I'm on the spot. I might have misspoke. Like, he's he's done this a very long time, and he's actually been more outspoken since he's been gone. Fire, since he ever yeah. was, you know, like he's writing books and he's tweeting weird pictures of him standing in the middle of nowhere. Apparently, he doesn't own a car. That's the only thing I can take away from it. I never see him in a car. But it's just, I'm not going to give him any passes. Just like I'm not going to give the president any passes. This is not what aboutism. Yeah, it's not like they're talking about like having a warrant to to have the surveillance on someone. He's just talking about, in general, anybody at any time. So it's like, you don't make that mistake when you're a part of like, any type of law enforcement. I mean, like, there's a lot of rules they know about, he knows about. Yeah. He can't do this. But he's like, oh, I never thought about that being... But, but the reason legal. that's brought back up, and the reason we're not talking about it yet is because next week there's going to be even more information on this, because that's what's coming out now, is, well, okay, now that more and more people are starting to see the Mueller report, now that more and more people are starting to see the stuff that Julian Assange is doing, now that all this stuff is coming to a head, they're like, what was the justification for the surveillance or spying or whatever you're saying you wanted to do in 2016 on the campaign. And we we should be getting more hard evidence on that coming out soon. I was going to say there is no evidence of, of the Trump campaign being spied upon by the Barack Obama administration. This is, this all came from something that Donald Trump said happened. And now the guy that he just put as a, um, the attorney general, uh, attorney general Barr. Is, yeah, is now backing that. So what? Well, is, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Something Trump believes. Of course, he's putting the guy who is going to back right. him. In but charge. do you think the attorney general would misspeak, or I mean, or do you think that he knows something that we don't? Oh, he definitely knows something we don't because he's read the report. But that that's and, okay. That's that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. I'm saying yeah. that's why we don't want to speak on this yet because I think there's more information, hard hard information that might be coming by the time we we get together next week. Yeah. There's going to be more actual stuff to talk about. Yeah, that's I, why I don't want I don't want to say oh well, this happened and this happened. I'm saying, but that's why the questions were asked to James Comey. That right. was the context of that interview. True, true. But you know, but I do think there's going to be more stuff coming out from the Mueller report. I think it's going to be. Uh, very interesting to see what the um, the things that don't look so good for Trump in there look like because you know we have to think about this too is that like in uh, impeachment it's not just an, an illegal act or whatever being brought up on illegal charges it's any sort of like misconduct that could be detrimental to the office that you're serving in Bill Clinton didn't do anything illegal as far as his impeachment goes well he, he did lie under oath Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. That's, kind of, that's, that's, that's a big one. Always, looks, <laughs> yeah, always right. looks bad. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, that whole perjury thing. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but no, they were saying, uh, who was it? Uh, was it? Um, uh, Eddie Izzard, he was saying, yeah, perjury, perjury one should be like lying under oath, you know, about like spying on someone, but perjury nine should be lying about a blowjob, you know, like something like, <laughs> yeah. like really, really like low on the totem pole, you know, but no, I, I, I think that, you know, the, just based on the the 17 investigations that are currently our president is currently under right now, I think that one of them is going to stick. And, and, and then again, we're already like almost in 2020 anyway. Like I do, I think the American people are going to hopefully, you know, put us in a different direction as long as the Democrats don't find a way to screw the pooch. But the American people don't have that opportunity because we can literally do nothing. True. Except for not vote for him again, which I think, I'm, I'm hoping that we... Well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. And once again, I hope, like I said, I think in the next week we'll have some more concrete stuff to talk about. True that. I don't know, though, if 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 Robert Mueller looked at my life for the last two years, I think I would be in jail. Like, surely there's something. 
Like something's going to be there, especially if they're looking for it. I'm sure there are crazy dead bodies in your backyard right now. Right. <laughs> hey, something, something's got to be something, feeding those weeds. Something all right. Something's got to be feeding the weeds. All right. Gotta be. It's got to, got to, but I don't know. It's interesting. So like I said, hopefully in the next week we're going to have more concrete evidence to talk about, but you seem disenfranchised for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. And I'm disenfranchised from the entire American political process. Tell us a little but bit about that. We've talked about things like that in the past already. How we really don't have much of a much of a say in anything that happens. I mean, you think about sure. the opportunity we have to get a law passed through Congress. The, the amount of support that the American people have for a bill doesn't make any difference whether or not it's actually going to get passed. Very true. None whatsoever. There could be a hundred percent support for something, and it doesn't mean it's going to get passed. There could be zero percent support for something, it doesn't mean it's going to get passed. Which is why or not it's passed. important to research your candidate before you vote don't just vote for whoever is in your party or whoever is the party you you know make sure you do that research early on you know like True. you know it's even even before the primaries you know what i mean like all right even are, if you do are all your the front runners there and look up these people and see what their beliefs are you got to look at the people coming down the pipeline though these people who are running for for senate these people are running for congress these are not people who are just like joe blow farmers who are like we need to make a Make a change. No, yeah. these are people that have been coming and are growing up through our new political process Groomed. who are becoming yeah, politicians. The They're the ones who are being bought out by big money. Like our government is not even run by competitions, it's run by the people who put, pay to put them there. It's the people who put the money in their pockets and say, You will get our things done for us because yep. you have a chance. And you think they're doing it for one person and that anybody else we vote for is not going to be that case? No. Yeah. Every politician is bought out by something. Absolutely. We got to get the money out of politics yeah. until the money is right. out of politics. Yeah. I don't believe anything right. in the system. I've always suggested that like maybe we could do what other countries do and limit the amount of time or actually limit it further where you can campaign. So basically you can't announce, you can't put an ad, you can't say anything until like two to three months before the election date that greatly reduces by like one six what it would cost to run for any kind of office. And then it allows us to hopefully, you know, say we could, okay, now that we can afford relatively cheaply to run for office. Now we can think about like campaign finance reform like we, we've needed for a long time. The problem is, is that the people who stand to lose the money are the same people making those decisions. Yup. It's the same reason we're not going to get term limits on Congress yeah. because the Congress people are not going to vote for that because they don't want to lose their job. They don't want to mm -hmm. lose their cushy retirement. They don't want to get that those millions and millions of dollars coming in from from the companies that are keeping them there, they're going to lose that if they don't have that position but anymore. But they go to lobbying anyway. They go be consultants anyway. They become lobbyists. Yeah, You're exactly. Right. They're yeah. going to be rich no matter what. Like, I mean, like, think of how many people are now, like, multimillionaires after they leave office. Look at James Comey, for instance, writing books, yep. doing all these things. No matter, once you leave, like, you leave public life, you are going to write a book, they're going to make a ton of money, and you're going to be just fine. So I think even if it's two terms in office, one term, they even made. And they even made a movie about the general uh, in Afghanistan that like like said something bad about Barack Obama, and then he ended up getting fired. Netflix made a whole movie about his, this guy, really? and it has I think it was Brad Pitt that was in it. Like really, yeah. Oh, wow. Not everything on Netflix is a documentary, Morgan. You guys should have heard me talk to him about Star Trek: The Original Series. <laughs> <laughs> he was heartbroken. He was heartbroken. But I'm just saying, yeah, these people leave like office and, and they and they get all the stuff e either way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not like we're hurting anybody's like, yeah. you know, yeah, they're, they're golden financial life. Yeah. Yeah. But it shouldn't it shouldn't even be an avenue for that for that. That's that's I mean, I think it's it's already it's already screwed up enough that the fact that it is an option that you can do yeah. that and come out. It needs to be service. And that's it. Right. Like you need to be leaving something else that you already do. Yeah. Do that and then go back to there it. Maybe like a limit on like financial donations. Like, all right, if you make this much, you can only donate up to this much. If you make this much, you can only donate up to but this much. But then there would have to be a regulation on how much of your own money can go into and it. And not only that, but the Citizens United uh, ruling back in what, 2010, basically meant that money equals free speech. Yeah. And so that's why Tulsi Gabbard's just barely making it onto the stage for the Democratic debates. Yeah. Because she just barely got enough of donations, unique mm -hmm. donations for her to be up there. And I'm like, Right. So the whole thing, it's so funny. It's like that whole argument of like, oh, this job doesn't want to hire me because I don't have any experience. I can't get any experience to get said job. Right. Yeah. It's the same circular thinking. Which is why it's always the same people who are running, yes. yep. you know. Yes. It's always, you know, yep. Ron Paul or... What what was the what was the guy that was that ran like? I don't think Ron time? Paul would ever be our biggest issue in politics. No. First of all, yeah. well, of course no. he would. No, but I'm just saying, like, he, but he he's always running because he's he's his you know, uh, um, he's independently wealthy. He's a doctor. 
Yeah. I know that's what that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. his his lifestyle justified the amount of money that he had. I never felt like right. he got that after being a politician. Yeah, right. And, but he also did. He. It's not, I'm not saying anything against Ron Paul. I'm just saying like it's it's always look, like look, the same name. Don't walk in here and tell us that we're going to defend Trump and crap all over Ron Paul. Paul. You're talking to the wrong group of people, dude. It's the wrong group of people. Yeah. No, and and, and not only that, but Ron Paul actually had one of the strongest grassroots campaign of, like, any politician. And I I respect what he did without a lot of, you know, big money donors, which which is really, really cool. Yeah, and he was really against that. Yeah, yeah, no, he was, he was. But I think think we're we're kind of more taught. Which is why he didn't, which is why he never became president. Right. But he, but he also too, I don't think he was sexy enough. I don't, I don't, I, I think Rand Paul is Rand the one Paul. that got the sexiness. Ooh, he's got the curls. He looks like a, you know, like a slightly older Justin Timberlake. He's he great. looks like if you, if you took a <laughs> Simpsons character and made him a real human being, that's what Rand Paul looks like yeah, to me. Yeah. But no, he's, you know, they're, they're, they are, they have good political chops as a family, you know, and I, I would, you know, I, and obviously Rand Paul is a little bit too right for me. I'm, I'm a moderate, you know, but I think that he um, often aligns, aligns himself with, you know, some pretty terrible policies, you know, from, from the right. But then again, I do a, a, agree with a lot of things like he was proposing for the, um, the fair tax act and these, those types oh, yeah. of things, but it never, uh, never amounted to anything, but I mean, but Ooh, that hey, was Pudge knocking over a bottle. Oh, hey, Mr. Pudge. Mr. Mr. Pudge. <laughs> but no, but I, but I, I do know what you mean. Like, but think about like all the politicians that we have in the state here who are basically they're they're cycling from running for governor. They feel like governor. Okay, we're gonna run for senate now, and it's just this. You're just recycling your. What's that? What's the one that's Beto, a furry? Yeah, Beto, or, or, or yeah. Beto O'Rourke. He's a furry. Yeah, he's a furry dude. Stop it. He's a furry. Don't vote for him, dude. You heard, I, you heard I, it here first. I'm He's obligated. A furry? I'm obligated. <laughs> He's a furry. I'm obligated to vote for anybody who admits they're a flurry. A oh flurry. My God. Look, look, flurry here's what I'm furry. saying. Here's what I'm saying. Dude, the I'm guy lost. Furry. Who did he lose to in, in Texas? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. If you can't beat Ted Cruz, you don't need to be running for president. <laughs> Like but I'm sorry. Texas, though. No, I don't care. Texas. I don't care. What has Ted Cruz I, yeah, done for Texas? A, <laughs> like a freaking a, a Democrat in Texas, exactly. Yeah. The yeah. last Democrat to come out of Texas had to use the N word. Look, just I'm saying. I'm trying to ride this blue wave, dude. All right, it's not my fault that it's a furry. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Dude, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't vote for him. He's he's I he stands every time I see him. Hurry. Every time I see him, he's standing on something. I'm already unnerved. Like apparently the floor is having an actual personality because no. he's on a table it's, every it's, time I see and him. And it's so right. funny. There's a video. Um, him being a furry. Like like uh, oh, I gosh. wish I wish. There's a video because like you know he's well like, they're in like, those he, costumes. He like, we can just post any video and say it's him. He was, <laughs> he, he was like, like where's like, Julian Assange when you need him? <laughs> supposedly you know he was like in a punk rock band when yeah, he was younger. Like and uh, it's so, so patronizing. So, hold on, hold on. So like there's a picture of him like like for like having a speech or whatever. He's like he's like rolling on on a skateboard to yeah. the to the microphone. Well, you see somebody literally pushing him. Stop. On yes. the skateboard. He's like like you saw them. Like, he's the Poochie him. of politics. You remember Poochie from the <laughs> Simpsons yeah, where they try yeah. and make a cool new character? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and he's on his skateboard. Like yeah. he is he's programmed. He's like the dog with like the He's the Manchurian the he's hat. he's the Manchurian candidate if the Manchurian candidate was programmed by like the writers of Biodome, like <laughs> Viva los Biodome. Like it's, it's not pretty. And on top of everything else, I don't know if you guys heard this. He's a furry. <laughs> not sure if we caught that. Yeah, like he's literally a furry. Don't don't do this to yourselves, America. Yeah, I'm All still right. waiting for Eric Garcetti he, to announce. That's, he's the, that's my guy for 2020. I want Cheech and Chong, bro. He's he's the Polly Shore of politics. Whoa, 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 whoa! I met Polly Shore. He is. Polly Shore is the man. Polly Shore is just being activated. He's like, yes, Bato, Bato, in Florida. I met Polly Shore, and he was a delight. He, we were staying in the same hotel in Nashville back in 2008, and I was like, I love you in the army now, and he's like, thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> Encino Man, Encino Man, delightful, <laughs> delightful. We's in the gym. Jared, say something. You're never here, and you're not even talking. What do you think about are being you, a furry? Polly Shore, furry, or politics? What are we talking about? <laughs> All of it. Welcome to the Snap Crackle Podcast. Please define for those viewers who may be un- uh, unsure what is a furry. So a Polly Shore is when you have a career and then you just throw it away. Oh, you mean what's a furry? Okay. Uh, a furry is when you dress up head to toe 
like an animal, like a wolf or a fox or something, and then you just stay in that costume and do things in it. Yeah. And what's weird is, as like I don't go to conventions anymore, but when I did go to conventions, comic book conventions, they would be there, like in plain sight, and there'd be people taking pictures with them, and I'm like. Yeah. You know that person's Little not kids. wearing anything underneath that suit. You can get away right now. a furry meetup at uh, Graffiti Junction in Orlando what? in Thornton Park. I was hanging out with my ex-girlfriend at the time. Tell us why you were there, Yanis. You don't <laughs> have to be embarrassed. I, was, I want you to come out as a furry right now on this freaking show. Definitely not. Look, look, look. We'll reset it. I'll edit this out. <laughs> you come out as a furry on the show, I will buy you lunch. I need this publicity. Not going to happen. <laughs> Dude, this guy, this guy was a dragon furry. Hold on. Right, he was a dragon furry, right? What? He Dragons had, don't have fur, do dude, they? Dude, he a had furry like- furry dragon, like a Falcor. Dude, no, he had- <laughs> No, he had like full on like plate metal armor. He had like a full tail. Dude, it was great. There was like maybe like 30 or 40 people dressed up in their furry costumes, just living their best furry life. At and Graffiti I was Junction. At Graffiti Junction. The problem Junction. is if you pay with a card instead of cash, they ask for an ID and you're like, right. oh, this is me. This is me, <laughs> <laughs> this is me without the tail. <laughs> it was interesting. No, to bring it back to more serious note, like what Mike was talking about, is just that when I'm looking <laughs> like at a candidate to vote, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, I can't really listen to what they're saying. I kind of have to like look at what they've done. Yeah, maybe mm. see if they're they have some kind of morality that lines up with something that I care about, you know. But sure. for the most part, like I, I just don't feel like I can trust a candidate. Like I can't trust what they're saying because they have so many you, people. You can't. Them what to it's say. it's a conversation I have with Morgan and Mike almost seemingly on a weekly basis. Like both parties are the party of compromise. Mm -hmm. No matter your beliefs, you are compromising something to vote for either or. Yeah. Every time. Every single time. And I don't know, I guess the answer to that is waste your vote on a third-party candidate, right, Mike? Yep. <laughs> because if you do it enough, what happens? You go to fairy heaven. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if you get enough, if you get a, a, over 5%, yes. then you have a chance to have your candidate receive more money for their campaign in that yeah. that state. So it moves it forward. It moves it each forward. Year. They can right. go into debates once but they the real, raise the money in the, the states. The real shame, and this is also something that we've we've said a lot, but the real shame was that last year, when no one liked Hillary, no one liked Trump, the third party candidate, the best that they had, give us give us his name. Poor Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. No, no, not poor Gary Johnson. Poor me for having to listen to those sound bites. Okay. He doesn't <laughs> know what now. time it is. Okay, okay. He doesn't know what day it to is. To his credit, he stopped smoking weed. His his homeostasis <laughs> was to be perpetually high. He was like, I have stopped smoking weed. And I think it was it was a good a move on his part because obviously you're traveling the country if you're a known weed smoker you could be like like you could, he could be have up, been arrested. You know, Metallica arrested. Metallica yeah. got straight and they give us sane anger. All right. Okay. There's always a problem. <laughs> if someone does something, you let them do it till they die. Honestly, <laughs> like like right. Bradley Noel from Sublime, Kurt Cobain. There's a long line of people that were just like, you know Very what? True. Well, do have been it. our front runner. If they'd have flipped the the ballot, right? Then I think we've been a. But I had a really good slogan. Feel the Johnson. Feel the Johnson. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. But there no. You go. But no. His his sound bites. So think about this. He doesn't know where Aleppo is. Okay, right? hang yes, on. Yes. Okay, hang on, hang on. Hang Neither on. did 95% of this country exactly. until that but, happened. But our current president can literally make fun of a handicapped person in public on national television, yeah. and no one bats an eye. Every single person who <laughs> criticized Gary Johnson needs to be... Biting their I'm tongue. I'm just as equally right. critical of, right. of Trump and Hillary, though. That's my point. Right. Nothing was a good right. choice. It's right. not. I'm not saying, oh well, he he would have been better if, like, no, no, no. They were all they all sucked. I think I think mm -hmm. Gary Johnson sucked the least. Absolutely. That's I, 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 he, who, he was a, usually a, who gets my vote. Like this this Trump piece of crap has a few less pieces of corn in it. Exactly. He was an actual legitimate self-made millionaire. Like he actually like grew a successful business. Was you know he, he grows something? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he was, he's he's been a moderate candidate for when he was governor of Arizona. You know, he you know he's done a number of good. Was it Arizona or New Mexico? I think it was New Mexico. New Mexico, yeah, yeah New Mexico. Yes, it was New Mexico. Yeah, and so like so he's so he's he's been a, a has a consistent record of being a moderate of being you know somebody who who can unite a country. I think. Yeah. Now the problem is is that he was being held to a different metric than. 
the yes, other two because candidates. you're going to have to prove your worth to the to the media. Oh yeah, to the average voter. Like, who sure. is this guy? He's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. Right. Who the hell is this I guy? Think, I think Bill Weld should have been the guy. The vice. Yeah. The the the. Should have flipped the ticket. I would have flipped the ticket. Yep. I think Bill Weld would have been the guy. But Phil the Weld doesn't sound as good to me. <laughs> but think of the campaign videos though. Like you see the guy with like a it with works. a welding mask comes on. It's like Bill, Bill Weld. Weld. <laughs> I would have been for that. I don't know. The problem. The problem is that in the Libertarian Party right now, there's such a diverse cast. Oh, of, yeah. of beliefs. It's great. Of circus animals. It's, great. it's really. <laughs> it's great. It's really it's, difficult it's, to pin down anybody to be like. Wait, you should one represent of, us. one of the memes. One of my favorite Libertarian <laughs> memes is like one Libertarian talking to another, and it's like they're passing them a note, and they open the note and it says, "You're not Libertarian enough." It's like because everyone has this like yeah. it's yeah. this melting pot of idiocracy in the Libertarian yeah. beliefs. I, I love idiocracy. it. It is. They're I, all idiots and I'm proud to be one of them but I just, it's, I, it's I, wonderful I, I think that like there is that they don't have a good group of representation I don't think that there is a, a good leader for, that's a libertarian that's like <laughs> hey you know what, what's well, happening well jo- Johnson's problem was he always jumped right to the very end of a libertarian answer right. a lady comes to him and says oh my son died of heroin but you want to make all drugs illegal he's like we need to make everything legal like there should be nothing he's like no no hang on you gotta you have to show the, yeah, you have show to the show your work bring them together yeah. It's, it's like elementary math. Yeah. You got to show them how you got to that answer. And exactly. You got to start at step one. Mm-hmm. Gary Johnson never started at step that one. That long division. Yeah. Never. Yanis would be I in trouble. I don't know how to do long division. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped that grade. <laughs> oh my gosh. You can't do it. All right. Well, for Mike, Yo. Morgan, Jared, and Yanis, I'm Ben, and this has been the Snap Crackle Podcast. We will see you guys next week. <laughs>